1: Happy Monday, Lucky Lefty Podcast. The Anora boys are definitely in the building. Brought to you by Anora Whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. And it's that premium American whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. And if you're going to drink, by all means, make sure that you do so.
2: Responsibly.
1: You got to do it responsibly. And be responsible if you're joining us in the South Bend area for the Blue and Gold game. Don't forget, Friday, the 21st. Lucky Lefty Podcast will have a live broadcast. South Bend, YMCA will be in the studio in the South Bend area. Two-hour show. We will be promoting young journalists, giving them an opportunity to help us host, talking Notre Dame football, having special guests. Then we'll be going to St. Joseph Food Pantry to give out food and support the community. And then we'll go back to the YMCA, along with Holtz Heroes Foundation, and do a kick, pass, and punk competition with youngsters from the community. And that's I'm going to show left, I'm going to show left that this missile, yeah. this missile I, see I got was, right, I see right a, here.
2: You know, I might do a scouting report.
1: This is missile yeah, I got right cool. here, boy. <laughs> you know what I mean? The 25 class got deuce night. This yeah. right here, That this that tray night right here,
2: boy.
1: Ooh. That night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but join us if you are in the area we will continue to give you more information YouTube follow us on lucky lucky podcast go ahead and subscribe make sure you smash the like button because it does help us with views hit the notification bell so every time we post or go live you will find out and then we have downloads available each and every day Apple Podcasts Spotify CFB Nation in conjunction with Irish Breakdown Yesterday was the best of Lucky Lefty with Torrey Hunter Jr. This morning, we dropped our defensive practice report, our defensive practice report, and then later on this evening, we'll be dropping the offensive practice report only on CFB Nation in conjunction with Irish Breakdown, the Lucky Lefty podcast, home of the misguided passion. You already know, we spin it different. Let me answer this question now. Um, We're not sure what the capacity will be. Uh, I'll actually be in South Bend this weekend coming up, finalizing things and and making sure we get everything right. But we will, after we're done, we will be having a happy hour, meet and greet somewhere. You can meet us somewhere at some bar in the South Bend area, I'll leave that up to left, right? Because mm. he knows the area. After we're done, we'll have a meet and greet for an hour somewhere in the South Bend area for Notre Dame fans to come out if you're not able to come out and participate in the live show. All right? Thank you, Heart Foundation, for tapping in with that question. <clears throat> left, we want to talk about the quarterbacks. Let me tell you something, man. This – this might be a show, LL Nation, where Left talks for like eighty percent of the time. I, I, you know, there was so much said by the quarterbacks, Geno Gauduoli, on Friday, that I can already tell that Left. I'm just going to pretty much play the clips, and Left is going to take it from there. Hmm. I already feel it. But before we get to Geno Gauduoli, and the quarterbacks. We're going to talk about what we know. What do we know now, right? We've got practice reports. We've been to four different practices. We've received intel. What do we know offensively and what do we know defensively about Notre Dame? That we feel confident in saying, like, we know this for sure. You want to start with the offense or the defense, and you want to flip. You want to flip for it.
2: I think yeah. I think we should start. Oh, all- we did defense first yesterday. We should do offense today first.
1: Okay, let's go offense first. What do we know about the Notre Dame offense? We know that
2: we have a receiver room that has a lot of ability, but is unproven.
1: Mm.
2: Foundationally. We have an offensive line that usually gets us a good start to the season because they're pretty uniform. They get better as the season goes on, but they give us an a equal playing field walking in any arena. So you can sleep well at night knowing the quarterback is, is going to be generally protected and have enough time to do what he needs to do, and that includes in the run game where – You can sleep at well at night and know that when in doubt, hand it out to number seven and 22. And it's going to be some new additions back there this year. So those are the things we know. We also know about the quarterback situation. We know that it's better than last year on Mm. paper.
1: I need to hit the organ right there. My fault. I forgot to tune you up right there. My fault. Let me hop on the Hammond right quick. Mm-mm, I got you. On paper,
2: Mm-mm. better. Mm-mm. Tommy gone. Mm-mm. Offense Mm-mm. next level. Mm-mm. No longer a minimum of one hundred and fifty passing yards a game. <laughs>
1: Somebody, <laughs> you know. So the
2: expectation for offense is no excuses. We're aiming for something that we feel like through the coaching hires that have taken place, through all the things that have happened so far, <laughs> that we're at a place where you're like, you know what, that offensive unit should should be way more impactful in 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 a game.
1: Mm-hmm
2: and way more threatening in a game than we were last year. And I think it's going to complement well with the defense because the defense, even though they may not be an intimidating defense, they hard to just be scoring points on too. (laughs) But, you know, a a good defense never looks great until the offense does its part.
1: Mm. Okay.
2: Even Georgia, historic defense as they had, the offense did its part. Was it the leading part of the team? No. But when they got turnovers, offense came on field capitalized. Field position, offense either gave the defense a good field position or they took advantage of good field position. It wasn't like these 10-7 games that Georgia was winning with Jake from State Farm.
1: You're so disrespectful, man.
2: So I really do believe that complimenting each other well, offense and defense, yeah. we're going to have something really special. But offensively, we know for a fact that there are no more excuses going into this year. And the problems we had last year, we don't even want to talk about it because they should be the, the strong points of this year. The passing game was a weak point. It should be a strong point this year. Impactful players on the outside of the field. Or outside of the tackle of the, the box. Mm-hmm. Running backs included. We need to make, we need an X factor. But offensive line, we know for a fact that we can close our eyes and know one, we got great tackles. And as a unit, it's gonna give us a chance in every game. That's why we always minimize our schedule to three games. Because mm-hmm. offensive line got the other games covered. They're gonna do their part for the other game. Them three games, we need an extra little, uh, extra little push, and that's going to come from the quarterback position in that passing game.
1: All right, we had a suggestion from our guy Ryan Loftus. He said we should go to Legends Friday night. Ampest.
2: That's a nice venue. I don't know if they're um, they always booked up. You know, Legend has the the most booked up schedule, or super expensive schedule, or a, a booking prices around. So we can we can a call over there though.
1: We'll find a place. Tell them Left is coming to town. You know, you drop Left's name in South Bend. It's like, what? You know, mm-hmm. I, I saw the offensive line went to Mission Barbecue last night. You know, I went to Mission Barbecue last year when I came for the blue and gold game. Man, I dropped Left's name, got a discount. <laughs>
2: We didn't even have much barbecue when I was at school.
1: Went back to the hotel. Left, and I went down to the bar. The bar was supposed to be closed. Yeah. They saw I was with Left. They were like, "Oh no, you got come just, on, yeah, come not. on in." Uh, hey, we just opened. Yeah, few. We just opened few. I'll give you something before we switch to the defense, Left. Marcus Freeman is much more comfortable in his skin. We know that. It's not man. I'm telling you, man, he is the captain of the ship. Now, and I think it's a, it's a mixture of or a combination or a formula of addition and subtraction. I think the addition, new additions that, and just him maturing, and I think somehow through the middle of last season coming to the standpoint that no matter what, win, lose, or draw, I'm going down doing it my way. And then certain subtractions, I think, without going into it. It's like, yeah, you know, you don't feel like you don't feel, yeah, you don't feel like you have somebody pulling in the opposite direction.
2: Right. That's addition by subtraction. We added a QB coach, lost a coordinator, but gained a coordinator and a QB coach. Two for one special.
1: And mm. you're
2: right, Marcus Freeman is not calling up on the phone or looking down the sideline, being like, Man, can we get on the same page? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man what are you doing down there I think now if anything he's like alright we we both uh, understand what we're doing and we just either yeah, we ride with it or the, or the ship sinks with together and I think that comforting feeling of having that can go a long way because you gotta think about man if you in a game and in a situation where things are going on that you don't have a full understanding of, and they ask you about it after post-game, or they mm-hmm. or you're wondering why it's not working, and you looking at like you feel lost. You the head coach, you need to know everything that goes on. Yeah. And I think with Gerard Parker being such a communable uh team guy, everybody's you know, gets a suggestion before I do anything. Kind of Marcus Freeman's, like, okay, at least I know my opinions is gonna matter.
1: So He's the only head coach on the staff now, dude. <laughs> right? He's the only head coach of the staff, man. You know, it was two head coaches last year.
2: Yeah, we had according,
1: a, according to reports,
2: head coach of offense. I ain't never heard of that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yo, man. Uh, the next time you guys have a staff meeting, let let coach know you're the uh, head coach of offense <laughs> there at Lakewood. Let's see how that goes, left. It's you know. crazy
2: because they had they couldn't they couldn't just say offensive coordinator. It was like no 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 you're you're better than that. You're the head oh. coach of the offense. <laughs> what the hell?
1: Oh man, man! LL is tapping in early in often today. Uh, I got Bailey Brad says the LL see Deuce Knight's film. I had to dip early the other day. Left actually broke down Deuce Knight's film on yesterday's show. It was on yesterday's show. So if you missed it, you can go back and watch it. And then the offensive breakdown will be dropping on Apple Podcasts and Spotify later on this evening. So you can download that and get the Deuce Knight breakdown from Malik Zaire. Lilo Galante said Barnaby's, bro.
2: This sounds familiar. Really, I ain't never been Yeah, room. I've never I've oh, never, oh I've it's never, the pizza plate. No, that's Rocco's.
1: It's on grape, right? Mm. I think he said Barnaby's is on grape in an earlier comment. Yeah, on grape road. Hey, now this will be funky. Howard Foundation says Frankie's, Hey, if we could do an honora sip in the lot of Frankies. And then yeah, just might, like.
2: You might bring uh, more than just South Bend fans. Man. Or, uh, fans <laughs> That's what's yeah. up. It might turn into a block party over there. Man.
1: Promote Lenora. Do an sip at Frankie's. Get you some rib tips. That's all right. That's all right. That actually might be right up our block. Because <laughs> I'm sure at that point, we might be a little bit hungry maybe, after a full day of work. Um, So that's what we know offensively about Notre That's what we know. We're solid on that. That's what we know. That's what we know. I would say the quarterbacks are in better hands as well. I feel really confident in that, that the quarterbacks are actually – in good hands when it comes to being developed at Notre Dame I'll throw that in the fire let's switch the defense what do we know I can tell you one thing off, off top
2: I think we'll be faster as a team and that's something that we really been missing i think defensively i've always thought we've been a good defense but we've never been a team that's been speedy defensively like a lsu defense or you know one of these top defenses you hear about all the time and i think the physicality and the team speed on defense is increased and will be noticeable, particularly like the linebacker position. Once we transition, you know, into our you know, our athletes in the recruiting class is coming up. But also our two, three deep has some speed we haven't seen mm-hmm. in a while. So I think the mix, like we talked about yesterday, the chemistry of who's that starting five, who's your six man, who's the guy you need to put in when the the chips get tough, no matter the age. Um, Talent-wise, we have a host of guys we can throw out there that we can trust athletically that, you know, maybe they don't know all the aspects of the defense, but athletically they're going to cause some havoc. And I think that's what Marcus Freeman is leaning on because a lot of these guys are two-way players. Play multiple positions, go out there and, and make an impact. And the guys doing it are guys that have been in the system for what? This is their third year now, second year. Some of these guys in the system. And they're being in a leadership position, a leadership role. But now it's just time to get that that, that guy. Who's going to be the guy in the class or defensively? Mm -hmm. uh, I know Cam Hart we talked about, but he's a corner. You know, Cam's got a lot of respect, but it's a corner. Who's going to be the meat? In the meat of the defense, the leader, the bona fide guy, I like Jalen Sneed a lot, but he's still young. J.D. Bertrand's good, but, you know, he's not the best player on defense. So it's like we need that that dude.
1: Jason Onye is going to be a problem this year. I, we I, I know that. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a problem. A
2: problem like teams are going doubling midway through the season or a problem like it's going to you know. No, don't double
1: them. Don't double them. Yeah. Leave them single. Right yeah, ahead. I think that's
2: the sneaky thing about our defensive line. There's nobody you're like, like Foskey, where you're like, okay, that's the guy. Now it's like you got, you're just going against a bunch of talented D linemen. It's not like they all first rounders necessarily, but mm-hmm. you can't. Sleep on any of them either. Yeah. Tyson Ford going one on one. I like that. I like that matchup 10 out of 10 times. Yeah. Jason Anya. I like that matchup one on one. Riley Mills. We, you know, he may not win all of them, but he's going to be a problem one on one. So that, 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 that mix is a good and a bad thing because no, we don't have that 25 sack type of guy, but we got a bunch of guys that can, any of them can make the make the play of the game. Any of them can be the star of the game uh, on a game-to-game basis because the room is talented.
1: Yeah. I think the team defensively is definitely more athletic from top to bottom. The linebackers have a chance to be really good definitely to be now the linebackers of the quarterback position will be the biggest upgrade from last year in my opinion we already know that the quarterback room is better the linebacker room has the potential to be just as just as better in 2023 that's an expectation I know Jalen Sneed is going to bring the energy, and the, and <laughs> Jalen Sneed is going to bring the energy and the attitude. Now, can his play match that, and can he become that dog on the squad? We'll see, we'll see, right? Yeah, we'll see.
2: You know, he got to have some consistency. He's definitely
1: he going. Go, he's definitely going to play fast. He's he, going to play fast. He, he might he's, be he's, running the wrong to the wrong <laughs> part of, <laughs> of the field. But he's going to play fast, and ultimately, he's going to put it all together.
2: Man, and that's what you want to see from a young guy that has so much ability that he figures it out as the season goes on. It's a beautiful process, and that the coaches trust his development on the field because he's one of those guys that need game experience uh, that really bring out just how special he is. I know he'll flash in practice, and I know Marcus Freeman wants practice players. But Jayla needs a guy where it's like, listen, he might just have to start. I know he's young. I know we got Maris and these guys that we we, we love has been putting in the time. But we play in Ohio State. Sometimes you can't rotate everybody. <laughs> Jayla Steve may have to take a majority of the snaps.
1: Yeah.
2: And it's okay. Because he needs to be on the field for the majority of the snaps.
1: Yeah, yeah. So the yeah. role,
2: you know, you play two possessions, I do two That's got to, <laughs> you know, that's where coaching come in. Yeah.
1: Because
2: it's all cool when everybody gets in. When you're playing the Dukes and the Boston Colleges and, the, you know, any ACC team really. But, you know, you didn't talk about some of these other teams we play in the Navy. You know, everybody gets in. With them three games, rotation will be a little funny. And the secondary going to be a little funny. You know, I know you want to get in DJ Brown, Ramon Henderson, but Xavier kind of got to stay out here for a couple more possessions. We got to get the ball back. up just a little, you know, so I think that's why it's important. You need dudes. That are bona fide. Yeah, you get a good a, a group of guys that are good, but you need to do because when it gets tough in the game, all the guys that are grouped together that all play pretty. Su- you need a. Mm. Why do you think Iowa got so far? They had the one, and it, and it, and it, and, it, and she's so she's such the girl that they got other teams linking up, to talk stuff, linking up.
1: Yeah, we're gonna get to that. <laughs> we're gonna get to that. <laughs> well, to see, wait, I already look, I put Angel Reese on the petty train yesterday, did I not? You did. Did I not? It was petty. So I'm a fair dude. It's- I'm a fair dude. I put Angel Reese on the petty train yesterday. I didn't have a problem with what she did no. because I knew the backstory and the history from watching plenty of Big Ten women's basketball throughout the year. <laughs> So I knew the backstory in the background. How
2: she's how she be talking to your line out uh fighting a line oh, talking crazy.
1: Bruh. So I didn't have a problem with it. She 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 did it, she did it too much, in my opinion. She did a little bit too much. Like the first time I would have been like, okay, that's that's funny. Yeah,
2: at the at the free throw line, cool. Yeah, yeah.
1: But you know
2: After the game, you still that's what I'm saying. Caitlin yeah. is so good.
1: But she was they- saying, but that she was trying to make a point because of other stuff. We'll get to it. Because somebody asked me to talk about it at the start of the show, and I said, No, nah, I can't do it at the start. Yeah, we'll do it. John Massey said, Thank you, John Massey, for tapping in. D line gonna be better
2: as a committee. Yes, we agree. As a committee, all of them should elevate their play.
1: Anthony Solomon, this is a perfect segue for us. He says the cornerbacks are elite. And then David Jones says, Thank you, David Jones, for tapping in. I really like hearing that uh, Javante Jean Baptiste was making Joe Alt work, mm. he was making Blake Fisher work. Look, man. He he put us a good reps against Joe Alt, but he didn't go nowhere.
2: He ain't go nowhere.
1: No, nah, man. Joe Alt. Joe Alt is that dude. Now, that's something we can add to what we know. Joe Alt is that dude. Yeah. He's about as sure as a first round tackle Notre Dame has had in a long time. Okay. I didn't say offensive lineman. Because Quentin was a guard. Yes. He, he might be the best since running.
2: At tackle.
1: At tackle.
2: I can believe that.
1: He he, he because
2: Mike, Mike left us with more to be desired because yeah. he was just so big. Yeah. And Eichenberg, he was good, but it just he just like, man, four years passed so fast with him.
1: Yeah, Leo, because he started as a freshman, right?
2: Yeah, and it just like. yeah. It was like, damn, you already playing for the Dolphins that fast? Right, damn. right, right. Alex right. Bars passed fast because he was injured.
1: Man, Alex he was actually trending practice. up. He was trending up in my He was opinion. trending up. And then, yeah. he,
2: and then he graduated. It was like, damn, you was just.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, he just never got right. The Bears drafted him and now he's an maybe he could get. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That,
2: I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, no, but Vegas. Vegas. But, um, so it, so from a just a pure coming in, everything kind of go right, and then you just are a great player yourself, Joe Alt. Absolutely, because Blake Fisher got hurt his first game. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's, it's pretty bona fide. As I'm saying, both of our tackles are bona fide. Yeah. Ohio State had one, he graduated. <laughs> I like Perry Johnson. Though. I'll be Perry Johnson fan. I know him before oh, i went
1: in school. man, I want him in the Chicago area. With mine, yes, wouldn't, yeah. Mind. Yeah. wouldn't so, mind them being in Chicago.
2: <laughs> you
1: going start a with mine at all. NFL
2: is, is really getting behind the
1: bears right now. And I Arizona. told didn't I tell you that? Did I not tell you that, bro? The fix is the in trying to bring a super the bowl to fix Chicago is in, bro. <laughs> I'm trying to tell people, bro, something is going on with the NFL offices. In the Chicago in the bears. Why
2: are they in the NFL news Man, so much? You, know, you
1: saw the- Look, you saw the Chicago Bears on TV all weekend at the Women's Final Four. Yeah. You know why? Because Kevin Warren was there hugging on the coach for Iowa after they won against South Carolina. And then he was there hugging her yesterday. Yeah. This dude is still operating as a Big Ten commissioner, but he's repping the Bears. At these events, <laughs> the yeah,
2: you know, I'm just saying, look, I right, look, I know you guys are getting a new stadium, but dang, y'all trying to pack it up. Y'all said, Look, we got to get this thing jumping. Good team, I got to win 10 games <laughs> first year.
1: That's so about time, 10 games in I that's can tell team. you, I can tell you one thing for sure there will be no Exotic dances <laughs> in the PSLs. Yeah,
2: not that one.
1: At the <laughs> Bears Stadium. Not There'll at the none. Bears. Uh, that crap, that, that, <laughs> what yeah. took place at the United Center? <laughs> no. Never. Nah. Never. Hey, well,
2: we paid, uh, you think it was hard to get through TSA?
1: Man, never on, we the, Bears never on the, the Bears
2: watch.
1: Never on the Bears watch. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, we talked about yeah he him and Blake Fisher went at it. I mean, he won some against Blake Fisher. He he didn't win too many against Joe Alt. <laughs> he didn't win too many against Joe Alt. He got Blake Fisher a couple times, a few times, but Joe Alt. I don't care who's coming at Joe Alt.
2: Yeah, Joe Alt's one of those few linemen where it's like, man, he could it. His game doesn't change mm-hmm. based on who he's going against. Mhm. Just like a, a Ronnie, or just like a, a, a Q Nelson, or just a just man, whatever you throwing at him, you know, is very similar to a Zach Martin. Yeah. Whoever you threw at Zach Martin, it was just like either a great matchup or you just wasn't getting there. <laughs> and he made it look so easy. Just like no, no. Get off me. Nope. Nope. You ain't getting there.
1: Anthony Solomon. Yes, more than likely. The new stadium, <laughs> I will go to. I definitely will go to the new stadium. And I'm a, I'm I'm not going in a seat. Oh, I'm you going go
2: to straight to the box?
1: You already know my connect, so I'm trying to go straight to the box.
2: Man, they probably got some sweet boxes. Like Man, some, like some cool like stuff
1: in there for sure. Yeah, I'm trying to put a box. billion
2: into the <laughs> something crazy. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, what else do we know as we finish up? We know that that God darn Benjamin Morrison, let me tell you something. The show that dude put on on Saturday. Yeah. If I was him, I would have walked around campus all weekend. Like, I got you. I got you. (laughs) I got you. I I shut you down. I shut you down. I (laughs) I shut the whole room down. Like you pick somebody in that wild so he so room. he really an X Factor like that, man. Seat belt
2: like we could like we could put him one on one and then play defense on the other side. Just give him the one on one all day, and then just put defense, let y'all play what man. y'all play, and i just play man and then we go like that.
1: Yeah. It, it like really he's like, was... Man, give me
2: Josh Downs, Jordan Addison and you know jackson and Jig but one season and i got you i'll give you some some results
1: i say it once again it really was an incredible practice performance it was almost like he said to himself oh the media is going to be here the entire practice okay that's real yes, cute yeah, that's real cute movie. how y'all been putting the clips out there happy like oh tobias caught one over Oh Benjamin Morrison, okay, okay, okay. He ain't catching. No, he ain't catching nothing on set. Nothing. Neither the like You, uh, you got John
2: Photoshop.
1: No, nothing, nothing. And I didn't see one receiver get breathing room mm. in any rep on Benjamin Morrison. None. It was like a fantastic practice he had a fantastic practice bro the dude he's just phenomenal you just pray for his health you just pray for his health you pray for cam hart's health defensive backs we know they're going to be pretty good when they were trending they were trending starting last year they just had injuries right cam hart got injured and then for a while Tariq was injured you know. I feel comfortable that if Clarence Lewis moves to safety, the safeties can be just as good. Yes. Yes. If he oh, moves to safety, somehow, some way, their defense, a defensive backfield, which is already pretty good, will get even better. Because the depth at safety will be too deep. You have four safeties that are like legit starters mm. on power five teams. That's right.
2: Legit so, starters, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Legit starters. Uh, Robert McReynolds. Sean, Merriweather's going to ball out this season. Don't forget our bet. No, don't you forget our bet. Because I'm, com- I'm very confident in my bet. That yeah. dude is not getting 80 receptions this year. No. Not with the hands he showed on Saturday. That's not happening.
2: Mm. So he got he got it all together except that, huh?
1: Hey, look. It's all cute when you show showing clips. You're picking out clips. It's all cute.
2: But you said we, gonna, we might be disappointed at the... Uh, all
1: I'm saying is when the lights tried. went on, when the lights went on, Cats knew it was a full practice that the media was watching. The lights went on. Certain guys jumped out. That's all I'm saying. Wide receivers, they were getting all the buzz. The lights went on. Womp, womp. Oh, my goodness. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So now we need to see it. Now we need to see it. Now we need to see it, right? Right. And Tobias honestly should have had more reps under his belt.
2: But, you know, the same thing as Tyler Buckner. Tyler Buckner should have have had had
1: more reps under his belt. We are – dude, he's going to go through these issues, these ups and downs. Why? Because that's what you go through until with the reps you get early on. Reps-wise, he's still a freshman. Reps-wise, he's still a freshman. Like true Period. I don't care how much talent he has reps wise he's still a freshman he's still a freshman you know so Dion cozy was injured half of the season and that was his true sophomore year so like jay yeah. thomas and lorenzo are the only two receivers that have done it
2: so what do you think is the the highest we said was what 60 receptions would be our highest
1: No, I think you get more of a allocation of funds. So Where you have three or four guys with like 40.
2: Yeah, that's all. Okay, so the most, yeah, float around the mid-50s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're not going to have a Charlie Jones.
1: No, there's no freaking Charlie Jones statistically. No, because we got too many receivers. Now. Yes. I think there are potential... Charlie Jones in the room,
2: but won't get the you won't get but the won't touches be need because we have a running game with multiple running backs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. We're just too good at the running back as a group, to where they have to get a good lion's share of any type of uh where the ball goes in the game, and then as a receiver, you eating off of that. Yeah. So the most to receiver might get in the game is 15 targets. And that's if we just go into one guy and we're doing play action, throwing it deep type of deal.
1: Yeah. I, and I see, Robert, I see your comment in the chat. When I talk about reps, I'm not talking about practice reps. I'm talking about game reps. Tobias should have had more game reps. Practice reps don't mean anything to me. You learn more from game reps than anything. The fact that we were being told that he's not ready, oh, he's not. We can't trust him. Trust him to do what? Run a fly route? Run a post? No, you can't trust your quarterback. That's the issue. It wasn't. Re- Look, that don't man. He's not even here anymore, man. Don't don't let me.
2: It's not. It's not. Yeah, the crowd spilled milk.
1: Yeah, let me let me relax, man. Let me relax. i do. You want to talk about trust? especially from last year so those are the things we know about no today as of right now those are things that we feel really confident in and we look for those things that that list to expand as we go into the fall as we go into the fall absolutely Who get it done? Uh, here it is. This is the perfect segue. Once again, in about 10 minutes, we're gonna talk about Gino Goodoy and the quarterbacks and what they had to say on a Friday. Demon Mr. Food Lover said, What's good, LL Nation? sean let's hear about the weekend your thoughts then talk notre dame well since i already talked notre dame let's get to the weekend first of all it was this incredibly misguided post over on uh, the message board the Irish breakdown that said i'll have to eat some crow i don't know what crow anybody's talking about because i first of all i never said i couldn't win and i had to make sure people fact check themselves Mm. because i was like go pull up the video what I said was I would have to play a near perfect game to win. I also said Caitlin Clark was the best player in the country, and that I would take her number one overall in the WNBA draft this year. Did I not say that, Love? He said this year. I said she can come to Chicago Sky this year, right, right now, and she's not even eligible. Not even eligible. She's not she's got eligible. Another year. And I would take her rights this year and wait a full year. That's how much I think of her as a player. I also said that she wouldn't beat South Carolina by herself. I said she needed somebody else to step up. Well, wouldn't you know Sonato added 19 points and outplayed the 2022 player of the year. Nobody saw that coming. Nobody saw her outplaying Aaliyah Bolson. Nobody saw Aaliyah Bolson Spending most of the first half on the, on the bench, bench. With fouls. Yeah, right. That's why I don't want to hear anything about Iowa complaining about fouls. I don't want to hear it. The South Carolina had two starters on the bench against Iowa in the first half on some phantom fouls that had to sit. That's the, that's the game. That's basketball. It goes that way sometimes. All right. I also said that the Gamecocks would dominate the game off the bench. Yeah, Did I not special. say that, Lev?
2: Man, number 15 is special.
1: They had 37 points off the bench, Lev. See, I know basketball, bro. Yeah, Man, I know football, player. I'm okay. But that, that hardwood, I know what I'm talking about because I actually watch women's basketball very closely. That's right. I also said that the freshmen, remember people laughed at me when I said the freshmen for South Carolina were going to be key in the game? Well, guess what? Aaliyah Boston, Aaliyah Boston was minus thirteen. Yeah, she was horrible. She was horrible. But she was man. on the court. They had a freshman point guard to hit five threes, though. Raven Johnson. Let's see. But you got to watch to know. Wait, Raven Johnson's a freshman. Yeah, she's a freshman. 25? Oh, yeah. true freshman. Man, true she was freshman. The whole game. And who who was defending Caitlin Clark? Her. True freshman, why? Because she yeah, was killing man. the
2: veterans. She looked huge, though. Like, she, I was like, I thought True she was freshman. a senior. Look, wow. man,
1: I also said that Caitlin Clark would not get a 40 point triple double.
2: She did not. She had 40, though.
1: She had 40, eight rebounds, but she also had eight turnovers. Mm. With them rebounds well, at, though. But,
2: but you know, she's gonna have high turnovers because she got the you ball. You know why? Out.
1: Wait a minute, bro. If you let me shoot thirty times, I'm putting up for it. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. She got turnovers though because she has the ball. ball Efficiency. Everybody knows this. If you don't don't have good efficiency, you should be able to score double the points of the shots you take. That's efficient basketball. If you take ten shots, you should score twenty points. If you take fifteen shots, you should you should score thirty points efficiently in basketball. That's at all levels. She took
2: 33 shots. She's a volume shooter. Though. That's She's a volume said, shooter. She volume was 5 of 17 of
1: 3. That's what I said. Raven Johnson did about as a good job she could. But congratulations. Because yeah. I thought we said, i talked to you after the game. I thought Don Staley had one of the worst coaching performances ever, ever seen.
2: Ever seen. Like, ever, ever. seen.
1: Like, he for her anything. to be so
2: great. It was like either she took a dive or she got tapped by the mafia people. Cause that was just, it was like I could have coached the game at least, all the time out and be like, hey, where the shoulders at? Where the, where the, they're not playing y'all on defense at all. They're playing a inverse boxing one where they let anybody who, even a nah, point guard. that wasn't a no boxing one. That wasn't a boxing
1: one. It was an they, inverse they where, they the, where, where, the, where the one was in the paint. They just put four people in the paint. That dude. And look, it this, was, goes it back, was this goes back to what I said. Shout out to Lisa Bluter, coach of Iowa, who knew that a lot of people would throw criticism her way, but she understood this is the only way. This is the only way we can stop South Carolina. Yeah, just the everybody sitting under the basket. That's it. It's the only way we can stop them. We that's not we don't if they
2: beat us by taking threes, then South Carolina so is the it. greatest team on the planet. Oh so be it.
1: It's that's so the way it.
2: that's the way they treated it. They that's said if South so Carolina's it. beat us with threes, then they are the greatest team on the planet because we don't know what
1: else to do. Left. Everybody sagged off of South Carolina, but not to that degree, bro. <laughs> they were on some look. No, they
2: was like, man, you passing at the arc, man. Get out of here.
1: Bro. And they wasn't shooting. Unbelievable. It was unbelievable. Don didn't even it, stand up. It led to an incredible, incredible national championship game. Incredible game. Incredible game.
2: But that's a style that it was two different I understand right
1: the rest, uh the rest were pretty bad. But they were pretty bad for both teams. Because Angel Reese's second foul was hard. It was absolutely horrible. <laughs> you know, P- stop. And look, this is what I'm talking about, man. I've watched, bro. Let me tell you something. I'm gonna explain it this way, left. When I tell you how big of a Caitlin Clark fan, fan I am, when it comes to this hardwood, yeah, her and Paige Buker. Oh, Becker, Paige Becker's my favorite yeah. I'm Paige Becker's fan. Man, if Paige
2: had never gotten hurt. Paige got game though. Bro. Like she got real life game. I'm, like she man. knows how to play basketball. I'm here to tell you. We're
1: getting the Gino and the quarterbacks in a few seconds. Yes, me, we gotta
2: talk about Page. Give, give, give me
1: five minutes to explain this. <laughs> a lot of people don't understand this. <laughs> All of the people that tried to make this uh man, that's basketball. If you don't like that, don't come watch high school basketball in Chicago. If you don't <laughs> like trash talking, don't ever come to a game. If you want to get up on a pulpit and talk about sportsmanship and um, uh, that's just hard. That's that's hard nosed basketball that's right. in the city of Chicago. Ain't nobody feelings getting hurt by no trash talk. Nobody, y'all talking, man, huh? man, You ain't telling no kids in it's Chicago. Y- y'all bumping
2: their gums, huh? Y'all bumping ain't gums over good, there.
1: People get on this pool pit, man. Let's talk sportsmanship and all. There's man, no such thing as
2: sportsmanship.
1: Lose it, man. Caitlin and, and, and people don't understand. And trying to defend her, they're hurting her. Because Caitlin Clark is a hooper that fully understands if I'm going to give it, I'm going to have to take it.
2: She was taking it? Yeah. And she, she took it on the yeah, chin crazy.
1: like a G. Yeah, when she was at the press conference and they tried to gold her into saying something, she was like, "Man, I'm not even I'm not even worried it's about like, that." You know, it's part of, the game. part of the game when you're when you are a Diana Taurasi that talks trash, when you oh. are a Candace Parker talk that Diana talks Tarassi. trash, when you are a Caitlin Clark that talks trash, when you are an Angel Reese that talks trash. The type of Hooper you are is all good. If you were told Caitlin Clark. Angel Reese want to go play you one on one back on the floor. Treat him and let's do it. Yeah, because that's just competitive hoopers. That's it. So when you try to defend Caitlin Clark and try to treat her like she's a victim,
2: because she's not, she that's she's not who not she a is. As a player, yeah. It's
1: do. It's part of being a hooper. She and wouldn't be that nice if she didn't trash. To be honest, absolutely. And she trash talks in the Big Ten constantly. Because think game. about how
2: think about how famous her trash talking is where she did this and people ran with it. The other teams would was like, listen, we gotta do that back to her because she's she's talking so much trash with that that is so, irritating me that I gotta find a way to do it back. That's but that's just happened. Caitlin. She's like, yeah, I'm letting you know. Yeah, I'm hitting them three. I'm gonna shimmy, I'm gonna do all my stuff.
1: That's what happened. That's being a competitor. That's what happens. So stop it, man. That's what I'm talking about. Adults, let these kids be kids. Adults get into it and make it worse. Talking about people are classless. Look, I put Angel Reese on the petty train because I thought she was a little bit too petty. She went overboard. But
2: then again, what's overboard when you win the championship?
1: That's my point, bro. Nothing. At that point, you can talk all the trash in the world. The championship? Don't let me. That's
2: why they don't want Notre Dame to win. Let me
1: tell you something, man. We will be the number one podcast. Jalen Sneed, let me tell you how hypocritical (laughs) some people are. If Jalen Sneed gets the game winning sack, strip sack on Caleb Williams and stands over him, I guarantee you there will be nobody talking about Jalen Sneed as classic. No man, no Irish fans would be like, oh, that's classes by Jalen Snee. They won't say a word. They won't say a word. Dude, you're not helping Caitlin Clark. Caitlin Clark knows who she is. She's a hooper. She's a competitor. This is what she does. She's like, cool. I lost this one. I had to take it on the chin. That's cool. But y'all she, y'all said, not about- she said
2: it was my move. I made it up.
1: Right, no, I'm not about I mean, to go me into like talking about her and none of them. we competitors. I'll see on the court, I guarantee you. Caitlin Clark has fouled it away. Oh, she remembers it because she's gonna see her again. Oh, yeah, yeah. she's gonna probably try to give her 50. 50. <laughs> 50. I don't care it's, if it's Caitlin, 50. like, look,
2: I lost one, but I'm not losing. I don't
1: care if it's college, I don't care if it's five years. From yeah, the she, WNBA.
2: That's why she won't talk about it because she's like, no, no, yeah. no, 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 don't, don't, yeah. ruin it. don't, ruin absolutely. It. Because I want to play this back with our buster
1: enjoy high-level competition, man. Yeah, that's all it is. It's high level competition, dude. Just get out of here with that basketball is a cute sport. No, man. I don't know where. Where? That's what I'm saying. These where? sports is not no man. Look, there's no such thing I love sport. watching oh, men's boy. or women's basketball. Well, a, chirp, please chirp. Entertain me. That's what it's about. Entertain me. That's what it's about getting somebody's
2: face talk crazy. Because as a fan, especially when you bet money and you just a big fan of the team, that's what makes you feel like going out talking crazy, talking stuff.
1: <laughs> Cause you want your team to win. And then, and then let me say this as well. I agree wholeheartedly that the refereeing was suspect. Was suspect yesterday. But let me tell you this, intentions. Y'all stop playing. You know darn well, you know, when a foul is called, every player that has the ball in his hand or her hand finds the nearest referee and throws the ball to the referee. <laughs> Y'all know darn well.
2: She definitely did that. First
1: Caitlin first Clark's intentions were perp. She did that crap on purpose. Yeah. Now, whether or not you think the text should have been called, but stop acting like oh she just threw no she did that crap on purpose and, and she's mad about the call. And technically, it's a delay it, game. It's a delay game, That's or the, it's left up to the discretion of the referee of whether or not it was unsportsmanlike.
2: And the way she did it, you everybody knew she was frustrated. It wasn't absolutely. like absolutely. It was like I'll be mad, but I I see what you went straight for the ball. She holds the didn't... ball.
1: The, the ref is over here. The yeah, other you ref is wasn't at the score table. The other ref is over here to your right. Over there, you throw you, the ball you behind. You. you want some like,
2: like, You, know, you, don't you know just, the, its like it's like when you uh when ah, you want to give somebody some money and he's like, "Here, man, take it, right Man, you know, look, bro. But they say what they say. It's tonality. The yeah. tonality was seen as the way you threw the ball. Yeah, like,
1: oh, this man. is this is what's upsetting. And if you don't get it, then you just don't get it. This is why people are upset. Because Kayla Clark is allowed to do things and nobody wants to call her on it. Everybody wants to protect her. But that's sports. You know, you're not... No, 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 no. let me finish. Let me finish, dude. Because I want people to understand. It's a reason why Don Staley said what she said after the game. It's a reason why Angel Reese came to the set of ESPN and said she disrespected my girl early in the game with some of that foolishness she does, and she disrespected my SEC sisters. Like, dude, when your fellow competitors call you on it, like, all right, you're doing too much. But and they you need, only you do need it to relax. He's a great player. If this that was do. you think they're talking no, about that, that to no, the... Uh, no, that has nothing to do with it. Let me tell you something about basketball etiquette. Lisa Bluter instructed every player on Iowa to sag off of their shooters. Yes. Correct?
2: <laughs> yes.
1: There's only one arrogant player on Iowa. Yes. That chose to execute it the way she. No other Iowa player waved at a. At a no, a no, soccer. no. She definitely no waved other Iowa player did it, but she did it because that's yeah. Caitlin Clark. That's who she is. That's who she is. No, She's she she, she a little arrogant. She's a little arrogant. So she yeah. tried to show. She tries to show the young she lady said, up. Self check, right? So, and and said something. Here. Now, and I told somebody this on Twitter. I I challenge any go to a competitive gym. I'm not talking about what plumbers are playing, and <laughs> all. Go to a competitive gym with real hoopers in any major city and wave a dude off. You can sag off a dude. That's not going to upset a hooper. But wave a dude off like she did and say something and watch what happens. <laughs> I, I dare anybody. Go to a gym and do that and watch what happens. You see, you might understand it. That's hooper language. It's one thing to sag off of me because you think I can't hit the jumper but when you try to show me up don't do that crap now because now it might be some hands thrown in <laughs> don't do that crap bro you just you don't do that you don't do that and find this is why I applauded Angel Reese she had the courage to stand on, to, it. To stand on it and call her out that's right and for people don't understand if you don't understand the code switching and narrative switching, like I said, every that's America's darling hero. All of this, right? And then other players do the same thing. The narrative is totally different. They hood. A national writer actually said that Kim Mulkey coaches a bunch of hoods. It's a national writer. This is what Don Staley was talking about Friday night. Lisa Bluter, two days before they played South Carolina, said playing South Carolina is like being in a bar brawl. Really? Really? That's how you refer to young women? As being in a bar brawl? I wonder, would you say that if you were playing Virginia Tech, who also is a top five offensive rebounding team? You didn't say that about Kim Mulkey's squad when well, Angel Reese is the leading offensive re- rebound in the nation. You got to watch, man. You have to watch how slick people are with their words, man. And that's what Don Staley is saying, man. Yo, call everything linear, man. Keep Keep everything the same. Keep the same energy and be fair. That's it. Just be fair across the board, and let these girls have fun, and bring some entertainment to the game. Please let the Caitlin Clarks and Angel Reese's do their thing. Please shout out to the new uh, president of the NCAA who kind of hinted earlier today that coming off of this successful tournament, the women's tournament will be getting their own TV deal moving forward. That's, yo, Charlie Baker, Man, to everyone connected, to a great Final Four down in Dallas, salute to you. Salute for investing in women's sports and women's basketball. And, yo, man, it's well-deserved. They deserve their own TV deal to be able to make their own money, man. That's it. I'll give you a great example. Somebody said "I'm, I'm reading into things. I worked for ESPN for five years, Left. I was censored on my social media for five years. I couldn't say anything for five years, Left. I couldn't say anything You were, you were in Twitter jail for five years? Twitter jail. Couldn't say anything politically. Dang, what'd you say? Couldn't say anything about how I felt about situations. Nothing. You was in Twitter Nothing. jail for five oh, years? Oh, dude, I had some, let me tell you something, bro. I had someone that I was introduced to, that when I was introduced to them, they introduced themselves as a male. Okay. Had no clue what they like, they life behind closed doors were. Got into a debate on Twitter and with said him. the phrase with them, and and said the phrase "Come on, man!" twice. Wait, and you got,
2: said that to, you said that to them uh, in response, like I go back,
1: like "Come on, man!" twice. Yeah. They literally photoshopped the Twitter conversation, right? Their friends came from the community, came and jumped in and jumped on. Oh, you was getting you they was getting photoshopped. They photoshopped the conversation, sent it to my boss to try to get me fired. No way. Because I didn't use the right pronoun. No, that happened to you. That's a real that, that that's, really that's real. No, no lie. <laughs> Dude, come on, man! It's a natural phrase that is not gender specific. You wait say a minute, that, wait a minute! They said that was gender specific. Oh, they said I was being insensitive and all this type of stuff. It was ridiculous, bro. It was ridiculous. No way. That's you know as much. And they got you something. on Twitter jail for five years for that, dude. I could not say anything, bro. I couldn't say anything. I couldn't say anything about politics. I couldn't say anything about. I couldn't talk about this situation. The way i'm talking about it no. if i was oh, at yeah. that network no no heck no no, ESPN no. i couldn't that. i couldn't say the diana taurasi and uh sue bird were horrible oh you, the can't other even, you can't even criticize i couldn't criticize say anything <laughs> and they are awful they are awful the bias dude. the broadcast reeks of connecticut air arrogance and bias reeks Dang, I did not know that. Reeks. You understand? So let me tell you what I said. See, yeah, this, is why, that's why, this is why I don't buy that crap. Because you, when you're part of the media, you get paid to think about the individuals that you're reporting on. So let me give you a conversation I had Saturday. Okay. Someone asked me about the Iowa-South Carolina game. Okay. I gave my thoughts. And I said, you know who was the key to that game? And I forgot her name.
2: You said number whatever.
1: And I said, no, I didn't even say number whatever. I said the big girl from Iowa. And then I stopped myself and I said, you know what? You had to think about it. You really I, had no, to think it, about it. No, 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 no. As soon as it came out of my mouth, I rectified it. Cause I knew that's not how I want to, that's not how I want to talk about her.
2: Yeah. You had to really think about it. Cause you know,
1: in so I brought it back. The
2: bigger we all know. I
1: brought it back. I brought it back, and I said, "You know what? Because my intentions—I wasn't trying to intentionally be evil." No, it's the bigger. Big it didn't, girl. It didn't matter. The... It didn't matter. Oh God, I'm responsible <laughs> for how my words can be taken. That's fair. And I take accountability for my words. That comes from working in journalism, yeah. or that's the way you should feel if you're operating in high level journalism. If it was across the board. So the, thank you. Thank you, left. So, in the middle board. of the conversation, I caught myself. I apologized. I said, you know what? That's not what I wanted to say. I apologize. And I I eventually remembered her name and said, Monica Sonato. Well, the names isn't. But bad. I caught myself and I corrected myself. It doesn't matter. Nobody's saying Lisa Bluter was intentionally trying to say something. But she's smart enough as a woman's basketball head co- coach to know. How that could come across. But that's no different than LSU's head
2: coach and how she treated Brittany Griner and all that. Back. So back. I, I, they I don't have
1: no I mean, I'm glad they won, but back. she ain't no back. different either. <laughs> so I don't, as someone that's been in the business and has been censored, and everything I've said and done has been under a microscope for four to five years. I don't, man, we're talking about grown adults. You know what's coming out of your mouth, and you know how it can be taken. Take accountability for your work. It was yeah, a I better way. That was a better way to say it's going to be tough rebounding to against yeah. South Carolina than saying a bar brawl. It was a better way because football.
2: What would you in football? You could you could get away with that because it's a bar fight in the trenches with.
1: And I know. look. I personally didn't have a problem with it because I understood what she was trying to intimate. But I don't have a problem with the other people that did take issue with it because she left herself open.
2: So you said don't give people the excuse
1: or the reason. Thank you. That's But that's a responsibility. That's As a journalist. Yes. That's the accountability you take when you're writing words, bro. That's why you read over your words three, four times. And that's why you have an editor to read over your words, to come back and say, are you sure you want to say this? Are you sure you want it to come across this way? That's why they have people in positions. If this was the wild, wild west where people could just say whatever they want, I can only imagine what articles would look like if we didn't have editors, copy editors. It man, it would be crazy. Man, are you kidding me? Do you, you know how many things I have to stomach? At ESPN, you know how many known races I watch get hired in my own company in Chicago. Known racists with a history of things they said. But you want to talk about diversity is at the forefront? Come on, man. This is this is the world we live in. It is what it is. It is, what it is. Notre Dame. It. This this is all I'm saying. This is you know what? This is very well stated. Using the word brawl probably won't. That's a word for hockey, boxing. That's it, man.
2: Yeah, you're not that's relating it. bar fights to basketball. No, not when you' trying to be when you' describing the physical game, and then I you-
1: felt bad. For saying big girl, bro, like immediately, like see, I would
2: have drew the line, I wouldn't have felt bad because you know, the big girl, the number the five, the the five, the big, damn, the five, the
1: big, it's big.
2: They see a girl, you know what I'm saying? But
1: (laughs) for me, I watch over my words and I'm like, yo, I, man, that's not how I wanted that to come out, Right. right? You know, and that's the job of journalists, you have to be accountable for your words, right? So there is no, dude. You, how are you going to hide from saying Kim Mulkey coaches a bunch of hoods? You can't, even hide, you can't even explain that. There's no way you can explain that away. That was on purpose. Yeah. It's disrespectful. And the narratives always get switched depending upon the people, bro. Nobody talks more disrespectful trash than Diana Taurasi. Nobody. But she's viewed as a princess. No one has been more disrespectful. But she's viewed as a princess. She's viewed as a princess. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy. And so what Don Stamey said, people push back on it, but you just don't understand where she's coming from. Mm. She's coming from a place, man, Well, honestly, (laughs) you wouldn't understand the hurt. Because she's been through it as a player in the state of Virginia. Just go read her book, bro. And before before you're quick to dismiss, before we're so quick to dismiss someone's feelings, actually do some homework on where it came from. Do some homework and give people an opportunity to be able to explain why they feel the way they feel. Because you can't control how people feel. You can't. The only thing you can say, bro, you, you. That's why I don't. I don't.
2: I don't your significant other, you
1: my significant other is feisty. Your significant other is feisty. Oh man. We both have feisty women, bro. Oh, okay. Man. When they tell us, when they tell us how they're feeling, oh, the wrong man. thing for us to say is. You man, you shouldn't be feeling that way. That's the wrong oh yeah, thing. oh yeah, yeah. That's it's, the wrong thing I'd to say. Just not say man, I'd let me do... tell you something. For those of you that are single, don't ever tell a woman no. how she should be feeling. Don't you do that? No, no Don't no. you do that?
2: You might, you might have to lead with. I understand how you feel.
1: There you go. <laughs> That's how you there lead you with it. <laughs> there you go. But you can't, there you, you can't, you
2: can't try to. Man, Dude. it's just too easy for them to slam dunk you into an argument. Absol-
1: That's what you Absolutely, man. <laughs> it's, no, it's just like, man, just relax, man. I think that was a lot put out there this weekend on a lot of levels to cause confusion, disagreement, and upheaval. And it's really not that big. It's really not that big. The stuff with Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese, that's just competition. It really it's really not that big. They they don't even care about it that much. Angel Reese felt a certain way and reacted. Kaylen Clark's been doing her thing all year. She understood. This is what I participate in. I lost. I got to take it on the chin. That's it. It's over for them. Yeah. But when you have foolish people on social media trying to make it into a bigger issue and stuff, let's stop. Respect what Don Staley said, because it comes from a place of facts. It comes from a place of facts. Respect what Angel Reese said. Because it comes from a place of, yeah, she felt like this young lady disrespected her teammate in the first half and had disrespected Raven Johnson by trying to show up against South Carolina. And she got tired of it. And she wanted to point it out. Why everybody was trying to make her seem like one thing, this pretty picture, like, man, I want y'all to see this too. You know? And that's it. That's it. Yeah. nothing classless. There There was nothing classless about what anybody did. Petty, a little bit too much. And petty, yeah, classless. Yeah, it's like you won. You do what you want when you win. Man, that's all I'm saying. Because if she didn't win, Caitlin, guess what Caitlin would have did? She would have went over the top. She She would have ran around the whole court doing this. And it's like at that point, what can you do but say, hey, man, good game?
2: Yeah, so that's why you got to okay. be a winner.
1: In and my problem like is, these. dude, if Caitlin Clark is good with it, everybody else needs to be Everybody cool
2: else should be cool.
1: Let it go. That's mm-hmm. it. That's it. Lucky Lefty Podcast, man. Let's get to the quarterbacks left. I know you have to have some very interesting things to say. Next is QB Talk, Lucky Lefty Podcast. We spit it different.